Okay, great. So we're on the line with uh, Ted Colton over at Crestron. Ted, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Rob. Really a pleasure. Right, well, I appreciate it's early in the morning over there. So um, let's, let's crack on uh, and talk about video conferencing. And, you know, part of our video conferencing series on Comms Trader, um, we're interested in knowing a little bit more about Crestron and uh, your latest product uh, portfolio. Would, would you mind kind of giving us a quick rundown? Sure. Um, for those who don't know, Crestron's been in uh, the control and automation of meeting spaces business for, for well over 40 years now. Uh, and uh, recently we introduced a, a new entrant into that market, which is based upon those years of experience and feedback from customers and partners alike. And we've introduced uh, Crestron Mercury. And uh, Crestron Mercury is a, an all-in-one solution that combines automation and control of meeting spaces from an audio and visual perspective and then addresses the needs of the modern communication and collaboration market in, in a very unique way. And uh, so far, so good. Uh, the product is is rolling off the shelves, if you will. Great, so can you tell us a little bit more about the uniqueness of the product? You know, I think um, perhaps it's, it's important to talk a little bit about the space and the evolution of video conferencing just to remind folks of what were the the design keys, what were the elements that we were striving for based upon that feedback that I talked about. And if we if we pause for a moment, we think about where video conferencing in particular has come from. You know, in the very early, early days, uh, you know, the technology uh, came out of the likes of companies like PictureTel and others. And, and of course, uh, we saw advancements in that technology into what people might refer to as telepresence solutions, that, you know, very, very expensive room deployments, uh, dedicated networks required to, to drive those solutions. And I, I think anybody who had the chance to experience those early telepresence solutions or even today's telepresence solutions would find that, that they're really quite good. But the challenge is economics, uh, the economics of the acquisition, the economics of maintaining and uh, measuring and monitoring that. Uh, and then, quite frankly, that's quite a big barrier to the overall deployment of that. Uh, and then it seemed that for, for a long time, with the advent of unified communications, we saw some consolidation, and we generally felt and observed in the marketplace that there was kind of a, a two-party system. You know, was it... Was it simply you had to choose between Cisco or Microsoft, or was it the fact that you had both in many organizations? And then I think the next step was really kind of the explosion of what we know today really being video applications for the desktop, and lots of great things have transpired, lots of new entrants in the market over the past five to ten years. And now it seems every day there's a brand new set of video capabilities. So that's well and good, and yet video conferencing continues to drive forward. But what that really says is that in your day-to-day -day life, you may use many, upwards of five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten different video applications. So you need to have a room solution that's agnostic to the collaboration stack, but provides a ease of implementation and the ease of management and an ease of measuring that room, but most importantly, an ease of use with great audio and, and video. And that's what we strove for with Mercury. Uh, thank, thank you very much. I mean, you mentioned agnostic to collaboration stack. What does that mean exactly? 
Well, I think I think about my day, and perhaps this is like folks in the audience. Um, I don't always get to dictate what the what the communication solution I'll, that I'll be using. I may be invited to a classic WebEx meeting. I may be invited to a Spark meeting from Cisco. I may actually attend a GoToMeeting webinar. I may be on a Microsoft link call. I could be on a Skype for Business call or even a Microsoft Teams call or a Slack call or an Amazon Chime, <laughs> um, a Facebook at work, a Zoom video conference. I think, I think you get my point. So you need to make sure that you've got a room that uh, isn't completely dedicated to one single solution but still provides that ease of use and simplicity for the users and uh, is, is quite man manageable and measurable and easy to deploy. Um, and I think that's pretty realistic. I think that in the world we live in today, where the, you know, the boundaries of geography and time are, are collapsing rapidly, we don't always get to say, hey, um, you have to use this one technology or this is the predominant, you need to use them all. So with Mercury, we made sure that the experience supported those multiple scenarios that I just described. Great. And the meeting room has changed, hasn't it, in recent years? I mean, the, the, the whole, you know, huddle space experience is, is coming through thick and fast. I mean, how do you adapt into these different environments nowadays? You know, I think there's new pressure. And, and, and the pressure is is that, you know, workers are are changing and the culture of work is changing and we're seeing investments in meeting spaces um, in ways we haven't seen in the past. You know, gone are the days of just a few conference rooms and a few private offices. Uh, we're seeing more of these open spaces, the collaborative spaces and a real requirement if I'm working in an open space that from time to time I need to drop into a room. Well, in the past, that may have been, you know, just one or two places on the floor or within the building that I could do that. So we're seeing this new explosion of what I think everybody largely would call huddle rooms, and that's everything from a two-person room or a phone booth style room all the way up to a mid-size, what traditionally would be a mid-size room. And yet there's, there's this new economy, and that means that the price has to come down as well because if we look at the spend in the meeting room, yes, there's going to be more of them, but one of those traditional barriers, for instance, the traditional video conferencing system was, it's just too expensive and I, I've got to find a way to democratize that spend so everybody can have access to it. So that's that's placed quite a challenge and, it, and it's a challenge that Crestron's accepted and said, look, we can still provide all of the value that you want to have in the meeting space and yet you can democratize the capability and you can provide it to all these new huddle room spaces. That's perfect. Thank you. So, you know, moving forward into 2018, what do you think we'll see from the, you know, uh, from Crestron and, and potentially the marketplace? Well, I think as we come into the, the, the marketplace, there's all sorts of new and exciting developments. I think, um, you know, the buzzwords that you hear about today are what what are things like artificial intelligence and machine learning and bots and, you know, transcription of meetings and so forth. I think there's a lot coming. And and then again, these are things that have been talked about for a long time. But I think for, for us at Crestron, we want to maintain a, a few key points in our solutions going forward. And, and that simplicity is number one. Simplicity, excuse me, simplicity and the ability to use the technology, to deploy it, to maintain and manage it, 
yes, the new features are critically important and there will be lots of advancements there. <clears throat> but I think we need to not move away from the fact that users are sometimes frustrated. I mean, just simply getting into a room and being able to present that critical document you want to share with your colleagues, that's too difficult in traditional systems. So it's got to be simple. It's got to be, I need to be able to present wire and wireless and and then if I want to pull somebody into the room remotely on audio and video, that's got to be really easy as well. So we'll continue to introduce new capabilities along those lines. And uh, one of the frontiers, I think, is that as we see the explosion of you know, de deployed meeting room technology, I think you're going to see some interesting things around what the audience might know as Internet of Things. Now, that's something that many people think about don't really think about in meetings, but when you when you see the opportunity to install lots of products and lots of meeting rooms, you really need to understand how is that meeting room serving the organization? In other words, first and foremost, is the meeting room online and ready to use? Are all the elements online and ready to use? And then how is the room being used? How many people use it as opposed to who booked it? What happens is there, if there's a no-show? So there's lots of data that's coming from that. And while it's exciting to talk about, you know, artificial intelligence and great new capabilities that we're, we're bringing to the market as well, like natural voice, hey, start my meeting, these kinds of notions. There's real low-hanging fruit for organizations to get at that information about how the meeting room itself is serving the organization. So just a little glimpse and hint of continuing to drive simplicity, finding a better way to measure and manage how those rooms are actually being utilized and then some extension of using things like my voice in a very natural way. Those are some of the things that I think people will begin to see in, in a big way. That's fantastic. Thank you, Ted. Um, some really good points there. Keeping the user experience at, you know, right at the top of the list is, uh, is very, very key to these solutions nowadays, isn't it? Um, I'd like to thank you for your time. I'm going to press stop on the recorder now, but uh, Ted Colton from Crestron, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you.